This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Komikaela Naimen Toko Ingoa. My name is Michaela Naiman and I'm your host. Welcome. This show focuses on the arts and creativity in Taranaki and beyond. We aim to cover the diversity of arts from painting, literature, songwriting, theatre, pottery, poetry, sculpture and how the creative arts contribute to our community, as well as our own sense of purpose and well-being. The Sugarloafing Artscast is generously supported by the Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Centre. Stay tuned to find out more. And today we are going to talk printmaking in all its gorgeous and addictive forms. Uh, there's a book launch of uh, Proof, two decades of printmaking in Aotearoa, New Zealand, coming up at Might Could Gallery now in February. And I'm talking to some of the Taranaki printmakers who are included in that book or are part of that show at Might Could. And among them are Dimfi, Devan and Mark Raymer, who are the Taranaki representatives for Print Council Aotearoa New Zealand. And later I will also talk to Michaela Stoneman in Patia. Welcome, Dimfi and Mark. Thank, Thank you. So cool to have you here. And printmaking is kind of a mutual... Um, addiction and hobby and, uh, yeah, obsession for us, I guess. That's right. Um, so could you tell me a bit about uh, yourselves and how did you end up in Taranaki? Because neither of you is born in Taranaki, right? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so dimpy. Um, we came about 26 years ago to New Zealand and um, I'm from the Netherlands and since I live here 26 years I don't really have an accent anymore. <laughs> but um, yes, we started, my husband started farming and I love to create so I'm always looking for something to make or to do and to try different things. So. Um, yeah, we ended up straight away in Taranaki, went away for one year to the South Island, and then I told my husband, if we don't go back to Taranaki, I probably want to go home. So oh, that's wow. how we got here. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> and what about you, Mark? Well, I was born in Christchurch, New Zealand, uh, raised in Texas. Um, so ah. my mom's a Kiwi, dad's American. Um, and my wife and I, after having our firstborn, um, decide, decided to move uh, back home to New Zealand. Um, it, things are, this is 2020, things are too crazy in, in the States. They still are, and we're so happy we came here. We came here with no plan, um, no job prospects, uh, living with my aunt and uncle in Christchurch, and then found a job here teaching printmaking here in Taranaki. Oh, and we are so glad to have you. So we are going to out Mark straight away and say that he is a printmaking teacher at WIT. That's right. And uh, yeah, what? Uh, maybe we can start there. So this is the um, second or third year you are at WIT then? Coming into the third year right now, starting the third year. And what kind of printmaking do you teach your students? Um, all kinds. Um, I, I like to start with the basics, um, kind of just uh, 
get my students to understand that printmaking is about creating um, uh, a repeatable image uh, that can be transferred onto paper by creating a, um, a handmade matrix. Um, <clears throat> and so we, we try that in all of its forms, from intaglio, screen print, uh, relief, um, uh, little, little kind of offshoots of lithography as well. And what um, kind of printmaking excites your students most? You know, it really depends on the student. Oh. Um, you know, some, most often uh, students are introduced with relief. Um, and some of them really take off with understanding how that kind of relationship of positive and negative space works when creating um, a relief print uh, using carving tools. Others, after you know the first cut of the finger, say, you know, um, I don't think I like this. <laughs> but, but then others like really respond to monotype um, and, and etching, and yeah. Can you, for any listeners who are not printmakers out there, can you uh, quickly give a definition of uh, what you just said about the monotypes, monoprints, intaglio, uh, and relief? Yeah. Yeah. So um, for for each of those. No. Well, a bit of a difference, so you can understand yeah. which one is. Mono one. monotypes are uh, one-off prints. They can be quite painterly. Um, you're working uh, from a surface that does not have a set matrix within it. And so you're kind of free to create um, unique one-off prints. Monoprint has a little bit of monotype uh, aspects of it um, mixed in with a fixed matrix. So there can be kind of a fixed matrix, but there's changes between each print. Um, relief print is basically like making a stamp. Um, you are carving away the negative areas of your image, rolling it up, printing it on the paper or fabric. And the most usual ones are like line or cut and wood cut. Exactly, mm. exactly. Um, and then um, etching or intaglio, um, that's uh, kind of on the opposite spectrum of relief, where it is um, relief ink sits on the top, on the surface of the matrix, intaglio sits underneath it within the lines that are scratched into a surface so the image is scratched in and it can be um, very drawn like and um, captures more of the artist's hand um, than relief might mm. um, and then screen print you have a stretch screen put emulsion on the um, uh, screen and uh, through the process of having a uh, block out um, an image to block out light from the emulsion um, chemical reaction changes and you basically create a stencil where ink can pass through. Oh, and we have some very fine screen printers here in Taranaki. They are yes. the likes of uh, Marianne Margarid. She does so many layers. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, it's it's impressive. Mm. Okay, and uh, Dimpy, uh, how did you come to printmaking then? Well, I went to WIT for my level 5 art and design and um, because I like to create, but sometimes, you know, you get to a bit of a halt and you kind of need some stimulation to get going again. So I thought I'll do the level five art and design and totally enjoyed it. And part of that was printmaking. Um, what I really loved about the printmaking was the repetition. So although every print is made by hand and you don't push them through a machine, you just, you just really work it. Um, every print you pull 
is in a way a surprise and you're excited when when it really pulls well as well so um in the beginning when i started at school my i, I actually was working through um some grief and the printmaking that repetition helped me through the year by just printing it over and over and over and over again it really helped me this and so i really loved that mm. then i started um so i did do screen printing then and i did do a little bit of the woodcut as well um i got introduced to the, the jelly printing uh, which is the monoprint mm -hmm. mono uh, type mono yeah um, and I was obsessed with Kawa Kawa leaves and the, the, the print really worked well for that. So again, every print is different, but mm. combining them, it, it just works mm. magic. Well, that's the thing that, uh, yeah, the surprise factor is what got me too, but also the fact that you can combine them and do so many unexpected things. But you just said before that you are 91 year old mother has 90, just 90. 90 just discovered only 90 yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> discovered a jelly plate with you yes so my mom is is vision impaired as well so um she she came to new zealand to visit and she's here for three months and i she, she didn't know what printmaking was so i talked about it and then i showed her what i did and i said we can we can do this together so we gathered some leaves and we started printing and see what I also had a stencil of a kiwi bird. So I got her into that. And so we print together because putting the paint on and choosing the colors and rolling it out. And we just make it an activity that we do together. And she's addicted. She's oh, literally, she it. is addicted. She's like, <laughs> she's, can we do some more printing today, you think, you know? And it takes a lot of energy, of course, because it's all, yeah, hard work. But she loves it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. <laughs> what a lovely thing to mm. do together. Well, Mark, you are a bit of a dark horse here. We have discovered that you're also a bass player in a band. So we are going to listen to one of these um, songs. There are songs about printmaking, guys, with song titles like Every Time I Carve Wood, I Cut Myself and <laughs> Aquatint Blues. So talk about print addiction. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about the band? Well, the genesis of the band happened in graduate school at the University of um, Kansas. Um, two members, Greg Stone, uh, Brian Hawkins, they created the band, um, and they were a year ahead of me in graduate school. And so when I came in, their band was already fully formed. They were um, recording songs, and I thought they were really cool and also really nerdy. Um, <laughs> and so eventually they, uh, the other bassist had to, do something else so they needed somebody else and I dabbled a bit and so that's how I got on board <laughs> well let's uh, listen to this one this is print exchange Print exchange, if that's what you want to call it. I've got a lot of art to trade for prints that fill my wallet. I can't afford to addition. I'm running out of space, and I'd really like to see my work hanging in your place. Some artistic tendencies I'm neglecting of late, mainly because I can't afford to buy a copper plate. Oh, copper's too expensive and paper's out of sight, so I'm really looking forward to this print exchange. 
inside an iron for a while. That portrait up in Franklin show would make me smile. Let's have a print exchange if that's what you want to call it. I've got a lot of budget paper prints and fill my wallet. Oh, give me money. A lot of money. I've got an artistic habit that I've got to feed. And there's just one thing that I really need. I need money. Welcome back to Sugarloafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host and we are grateful for the sponsorship from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lye Center. And today we are talking printmaking in all its uh, gorgeous and addictive forms. And I'm having Mark Raymer and uh, Dimpy Devan in the studio and both are representatives for the uh, uh, print Council Aotearoa, New Zealand. And we have just talked about uh, what you're doing in your daytime job and also now on your holiday with your mom, Dimpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we are, well, because we are printmakers, I just wonder what is it actually uh, about printmaking? What defines printmaking as an art form, do you think? Like, what is it that sets it apart? I think what sets it apart is, um, to me, there's the the social aspect of printmaking, kind of going beyond just the fact of its process, is its social implications, uh, whether um, it's being used for um, community-driven aspects or even political-driven aspects. Um, I find the community of printmaking very welcoming, very Mm. open to sharing. it's often called a very democratic process, and that's also steeped in its um, historical um, context as well as, you know, going all the way back to the Gutenberg Press, um, and you know, having reading materials accessible to just the common person. Um, and so I think that to me um, really kind of sets the tone for the spirit of printmaking um, because you can have just a, a wide variety of artists who are printmakers, um, people who are minimalists, people who, are, who only do abstract, people who do very illustrative work. Um, they all are brought together through the love of printmaking and mm. through that kind of love of sharing ideas and um, 
in that process, yeah. And I think that is what uh, I liked as well about the Print Council of Tearoa, New Zealand, which we are all members of here in the studio today. Uh, that collaborative aspect of actually showing the work as it's being developed and that um, you can have this wonderful exchange with someone who is much more experienced and who is saying, well, here, you might want to try this, or you might want to tighten your press, or you might want to not push so hard, or, exactly. you know, less ink. Mm less than you think always mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, maybe that is also because as printmakers we know how much blood sweat and tears are <laughs> behind every good work so we need to kind of share that so others understand how yeah. much goes into a print yeah i'd also say you know uh, just the love of problem problem solving as well yes um you know you see this like a, a stone or a copper plate or wood and you're thinking how can I get this idea that's in my head onto this substrate and how do I how can I um, make it a readable image you know and that's always uh, the appeal to me because I can talk process all day with printmakers it's it's just something I can really nerd out on <laughs> so are you um ever having an open day where people can come with their prints and kind of get help troubleshooting because the troubleshooting is actually what frustrates me the most if I'm left on my own and don't know quite what it is that goes wrong. Well, um, you know, kind of what we do through our, um, the, our print council, uh, some of our meetings take place maybe in a cafe or in um, an art loft. But some of them take place in the printmaking studio at WIT, and um, that's a great place to troubleshoot problems. We just invite people to bring in their stuff. And what have, What's your experience been with that? Um, for me, it is definitely about that whole sharing and also that, that getting together. So um, last year, I went to the, to the national meeting from the um, Print Council New Zealand, and since I was the only one of Taranaki, I got eyed up to become a representative <laughs> for Taranaki. Um, but by actually, Mark and I, as we organize those gatherings now, and you come together and you can share what you know and, and hear what others know, um, we're all learning and we're all growing. And like Mark, as an experienced printmaker, and I'm just still pretty pretty new um but i love to experiment but it's just um yeah you you're equal you're just working together and we try to organize things say every six months of six weeks to to get together so everyone gets that opportunity to share and our new members welcome too yes of course anyone who's a potential printmaker who would like to check out it's not just for people who no, no, it's Prince Council. It sounds very official, but it's actually just a group of people that, that love printmaking or want to learn more about printmaking. And um, yeah, you can contact Mark or myself if, if you want to know more and um, come along or have a chat one day. Um, to come back on what Mark said before about the process and the problem solving, I was thinking about painting. So I also do some, um, some painting, acrylic and oil. When you do that, you work on top of it and you can always basically change it. With the printmaking, <laughs> it has so much more excitement to it because you're working on something, but you have no real idea of 
how it will turn out once it's done. You know, this this really that surprise factor. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, could you um, talk a bit about the difference then between what we are talking about uh, had inked and pulled uh, edition of prints that are each an original actually or an edition of uh, prints and uh, what is uh, then commonly sold as print that are reproduction posters or geekle prints what's the difference there well um you know just in what you, how you described it where um printmaking is a handmade process um it's all using um you know very like um, just hand-driven equipment to create these um, these re- uh, these uh, these prints from various matrix that you create um, uh, with um, uh, Gicle, uh prints. They are um, again, as you said, reproductions of existing artworks um, using an inkjet printer, um, and you know there can be some. Um, you know, a, like a bit of nefarious things happening there where, you know, maybe someone thinks that they are buying a painting, a, a, like a novice, you know, people like us, we can look at art and we can tell, you know, what is um, what is authentic and what is not, what is what is a digital reproduction of an existing artwork. Um, but the everyday person, um, you know, they don't, they may not have that eye. And so they could buy something thinking they're buying an original um but oftentimes they're they're not. Um, I will also say that I am not against Gicle prints as long as the artist is very upfront that this is what they're using to make this work. Um, I've, I've noticed you know a lot of a lot of painters who do that. It's a great source, a great way to sell your yeah. paintings uh, or sell reproductions of your paintings because um, it makes them more affordable for um just the not the not the like upper echelon art collector but for the person who's just passing by a shop mm-hmm. and like oh that's beautiful i'd love that on my wall absolutely i love my rita angus boats uh, yeah. above my piano yeah. but that was um sold in uh, the Papa Museum as a poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so as long as the Sadly artists are not the original. <laughs> are upfront about that and I've seen artists who even create additions through that, which sometimes I, I find at first I'm like, oh I I don't know about that, but um it's it's almost a a promise to the person buying it that there are only this set number of reproductions of this piece of work out there and that's a lot that's kind of going back to the genesis of printmaking in general it was like printmaking came along to reproduce um, well-known paintings um, so that the more common person could obtain those and if they couldn't go and see it in a museum maybe they could go buy a reproduction of it and to illustrate papers and books Exactly, exactly. All right, we are going to listen to another one of uh, yours, Mark, and um, this is Monotypes at Midnight. Come on, 
now what I want to do. I want to come around about midnight and make some monotypes with you. I was walking around the other night. I saw some things that I think you'd like. A couple presses and a few cans of ink. Oh, now, baby, I know what you think. But hey, forget the risk. I want to have an artistic twist. Well, security comes by at 11.02. But after that, they don't care what to do. So let's go down to room 313. Now they won't mind as long as we leave it clean. Oh, no, they won't care. I hope I see you there. Well, I expect you guess what happened next. We got there and our plans were vexed. My baby started picking the lot. And I was worried that she would get caught. And then it came to mind. I remembered good old Eve Klein. I said, hey, hey, baby, we don't need a press. Let's go home, take off your dress. Lay some paper down on the ground. I'll link you up and roll you around. Oh, yeah, it's nothing new. I want to make some monotypes with you. Welcome back to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host and we are grateful for the sponsorship from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Center for this show. And today we are talking printmaking and I'm having Mark Raymer and uh, Dimpi Devan in the studio and they are both Taranaki representatives for Print Council Aotearoa New Zealand. And we are all looking forward to a book launch that will happen soon and uh, that is uh, a proof Two decades of printmaking in Aotearoa, a survey, the first in 20 years, basically, of what's out there in printmaking. And Dimpe, could you talk a bit about this? This is about 166 works by 151 artists in this. Yes, yes, there's, there's a lot of um, people in the book, and um, the book itself is presented in a really nice way as well. It's really a book you want to have on your coffee table, is what I think. Um, it's quite interesting to uh, find out more about how it came about, actually, and that we are so lucky here in Taranaki because the people that are that have organised it and that are at the the base of the whole print council actually come from Wanganui, so they're pretty close to us. And Marty Vrede is one of them, um, and Julia. I forgot Ellery. Ellery. Um, yeah, I've met them and um, just 
again, people down to earth, people happy to share, people that, that set up the print council for the same reason as what Mark said before, to be able to share those techniques and to keep it alive and to make sure that more people learn about it. So 20 years ago, um, the print council was established. Uh, before that, Mark was already a teacher in Wanganui, Marty was a teacher in Wanganui. Um, and actually also, um, yeah, there, there wasn't, there needed to be more, um, how do you say that? More people needed to know about it. He wanted mm. to really share it. So that's how mm -hmm. the Print Council started. And Marty was uh, uh, really quite strong on that, that you should know the whole uh, handicraft behind it. So I think all his students had to build their own presses yes. to begin with, yeah. or you wouldn't be able to print anything. <laughs> yes, that's correct. His presses are, are pretty Im impressive. They, they are, are very big. <laughs> and actually, my husband is making a similar thing at the moment as well. Oh, really? Just seeing how much work goes in that, it's, it's, yeah, it is impressive. Uh -huh. Well, can you tell us a bit about when the launch of the book is happening? Because this book actually has almost sold out. So we've managed to squirrel away one uh, box of books for New Plymouth. And then there's two books going down to Aratoy and that's it. The whole edition has sold out. So when is it happening? The 9th of February from 5.30 till 7.30 and there will be a little bit of an artist talk at 6.30 as well so if people want to come along it is at Might Kut, which is in which street? Curry Street. Curry Street. <laughs> <laughs> I can walk there, I know where it is. <laughs> right, right next to the uh, Petit Paris. Mm. It's, it's a, a, a narrow gallery and it's decorated with the prints already. So if you're in New Plymouth, it's already a good place to just check it out. Mm. And there will be a handful of uh, Taranaki printmakers, uh, both uh, printmakers who are in the book and not in the book, and their work will be there to be viewed from actually from now on. Yeah. But then the artists talk in the book launch, uh, which is happening on the 9th of February in um, together in collaboration with the New Zealand Society of Authors Taranaki and the Print Council Aotearoa and Might Could, and of course all the beautiful artists. So yeah, come along. And what's on the card then for you two this year? Any more printmaking or artists' uh, exhibitions or trails or anything exciting? I am very excited for the moment that the press comes hot off the press for me at home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it is, he did put it together as in to test if it all worked. So now it needs to be painted and coated. Um, then it's ready. So I'm very excited to get started on that. Um, I do hope on some exhibitions, but I have nothing planned. I, I'm ready to play. Really. I'm so excited <laughs> for you. <laughs> me too. <laughs> And what about you, Mark? Um, there is an exhibition coming up, the Celebrations exhibition, that is also connected to um, the Proof book. Um, I'll be taking down um, one of my pieces down to that show um, this coming month. Um, and then I'm also really excited about Printopia. 
coming up in May. Yes, make a plug for that because yeah. uh, Printopia sounds awesome. So this will be the um, second um, uh, second run of Printopia. Um, I went last year and I didn't even realize it was its first one. Timfy was there as yeah, well, yeah. and it was just fantastic. It is. Um, uh, for the most part, a free event for um, anyone in the public interested about printmaking to go and learn and watch some demonstrations. Um, if you want to take a workshop, that's um, like a very like cheap fee. I've last year is about like seventy, starting at seventy dollars to ninety. About. Yeah, it depends on which one it is. Yeah, and it's at Corbin Estate. Corbin Estate, yep, up in Auckland, and and so that would. Um, I'm quite excited about that because I am organizing a student trip there. I've kind of I've had the students uh, at WIT um, create their own printmaking club. I'm trying to you know um, uh, <laughs> uh, kind of spark that uh, future generation of printmakers um, in the learning environment. So they are running their own print club, and I'm kind of helping them behind the scenes. And hopefully, we'll get a good crew to go up there and. We'll ha hopefully have a table to show our prints and they'll get to experience printmaking away from um, their tu their one tutor who teaches them printmaking. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. cool. Yeah. Yes, I just came back from a printmaking summer school in Auckland and Steve uh, Lovett is uh, one of the Printopia uh, guys and he was recommending it and showing photos and it looked absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. So it's near Ranui train station somewhere yeah. Corbin estate is quite close there yes and it's yeah. like uh, yeah sounds fantastic it's an old, old winery I think yeah and it's just a beautiful old building and um, it's it's kind of yeah it's, it's great to mm. and there's uh, trains and buses going there and yeah make it uh, a not just a day out. I think it's more it's than one day. Three days. Three days. The fifth mm. of May is the opening night, yep. Friday night, yep. and then um, Saturday and Sunday they have morning and afternoon workshops on. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, let's work on getting into Taranaki sometime. Too. Yes, <laughs> they will. They hope to start traveling. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. So. When you're talking about the future, I'm a bit intrigued here. What um, do you think is coming up in the future when it comes to printmaking? Thinking about all these uh, really old, old ways of etchings and stuff that have, you know, centuries on their shoulders. What's in the future? Uh, new methods that are not so toxic, mm -hmm. I can imagine. Digital stuff. Yeah, um, there's... Uh in, in places I've taught in, in the past, we've um, I've always loved experimenting around with you know different ways of um, creating a matrix. You know, maybe like I've had students create them through CNC routers, uh, where they have to um, use vector lines, but also kind of give commands to a machine to carve in um, or scratch in uh, a surface. Uh, there's also we at Wit we have a um, a laser cutter and laser engraver, and there's some interesting things that you can do with that, with paper and or harder materials that you might want to print with, or laser uh, laser engrave on top of a print. Um, so I'm always interested in those um, uh, ways of kind of expanding the media, you know, standing on the shoulders of those old masters and seeing what they did so well, but then how do we take that and bring it into more of like a contemporary 
practice and have a contemporary like dialogue around that. Mm. Yeah, love that. Okay, I am going to wrap up with you. Um, two lovely people. Good luck with everything, Thank with you. your presses and Thank your you. students and your amazing projects and so much looking forward to seeing your work at Might Could. And uh, yeah, good luck. Thanks. Thank you. And we will uh, come back soon and talk to Michaela Stoneman in Patia, who is also one of the printmakers. And uh, in between here, this is for you, Dimfi. This is some Dutch music, which you can say much better than me. Do maar sinds een dag of twee. Do maar sinds een dag of twee. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Sinds een dag of twee, vlinders in mijn hoofd. Sinds een dag of twee, aangenaam Als vergeten hoe het voelt om verliefd te zijn.
I'm talking to Michaela Stoneman, who is the arts coordinator for the Kaunihira or Taranaki Kitetonga South Taranaki District Council. Printmaker Michaela Stoneman and her husband Kevin Morrow opened the bank room in the front room of their house in Patea, South Taranaki, a few years ago. And the print council Aotearoa New Zealand also played a role in her journey to becoming a printmaker. Michaela, so lovely to have you here today. Can you tell us a bit about your personal printmaking journey, your art process, and what excites you about printmaking? Sure. Thank you for having me on your on your program today. Um, I always like an opportunity to talk about printmaking because uh, it's um, it's kind of my thing. So uh, I guess uh, thinking about how I got into printmaking. Um, it was actually quite handy that we've had a new book published this year uh, uh, through the Print Council Aotearoa New Zealand, and that actually enabled me to find out when I did get into printmaking because <laughs> uh, I started off. Um, I, I I always I've always been an artist, and I sort of painted and drew and drew and that kind of thing, but. Um, just sort of felt like I'd never really found my thing and then I had an opportunity to uh, learn learn etching at a really basic little uh, workshop that was put together just like a little taster workshop at Percy Thompson Art Gallery um, in around 2011 I think and we just made a very small work and I got to meet um, a couple of printmakers that I, I now I'm still connected with and um, they were just sort of sharing the love and um, it just seemed to really uh, be a really good way for me to be able to turn my drawings into something something else. Um, the magic of kind of pulling a print and seeing something that you've done in reverse uh, be printed was just kind of... Uh, a magical thing that just kind of got me instantly quite hooked. So um, by that stage, I'd, I'd settled down in Partia and um, had a good a good base. Um, prior to that, I'd been sort of travelling and uh, spent about ten years down in the South Island in a house truck and just didn't really have much scope or space or to be able to investigate print. So anyway, being settled, I had an opportunity, and then I heard after that initial um, initial workshop, I uh, ended up uh, signing up for summer school down in Wanganui. So there's a really uh, very rich uh, printmaking bunch down in Wanganui who were very very generous to um, share their knowledge, share their spaces, share their equipment. Um, and we're just very enthusiastic about anything print related. And I kind of realized straight off how generous the printmaking community was with their knowledge and their skills and um, just the very experimental and uh, learning um, learning different techniques. And, and then it just sort of opened up a huge world to me of all the different techniques that there were. Um, and all the different ways that you could make marks on a plate and then and then print them. For me, um, printmaking really helped with uh, sort of loosening up my art practice a lot. I used to be very precious about my paintings. I never even want to really show them to anybody. They were sort of this fancy, painstaking kind of thing <laughs> that I used to create. And um, I kind of realised it wasn't fun, and printmaking uh, sort of allowed me to 
find the fun in making things again. I, I think the act of repetition, I found very kind of meditative, but it also meant I wasn't so precious about the final object. And it just basically freed me up. And uh, once I found out more, the possibilities just seemed completely endless. And I just love that. And I'm still I'm still learning. So that was about 10 years ago that I first went and did a taster course down there and met quite a lot of the Wanganui um, printmaking community down there, which was really strong. That was where Print Council first was established. Yeah, it was um, it was cool. So I, I've sort of I, I sort of worked out from the book, from the proof book, that I've been um, attending summer schools and other workshops and winter workshops and things that they have been providing for um, for about the last ten years. Yeah, so in that time, I've just I've learned heaps, and I guess I can say that I've just fully got um pretty obsessed with print making so um what started off with uh, I started off with etching that was really exciting for me and then moved into lots of different things mainly from what I learned from people from those summer schools so um, I feel like each time I go to a summer school I'm kind of getting some new tools for my tool belt and it means that when I'm thinking sort of conceptually about work that I want to make or um, themes that I'm exploring I now kind of think about the best kind of technique which would portray what I want to what, what I want to get across so and a lot of that's come from from learning from other printmakers as well mm. and seeing how they um just sort of had that that, that that sort of investigation about about mark making about um about mood about uh, whether something, whether you want to run an edition of something or just create works which are, are, are a one-off piece. Um, yeah, all of those different considerations now which come into um, come into play whenever I'm thinking about what I'm going to make and what I'm going to make next. Um, mm, yeah. That's wonderful. And I think you're right. There, there is so much... Um technique but also the tools in our kits and uh, finding out what works and learning from others it is a generous bunch so where can people find you and your work online or in real life uh my website's pretty shocking <laughs> some of those things that artists um are either good at or bad at um I just want to be making work instead of making websites so don't look at my website probably the most um, <laughs> uh, you can probably see quite a bit of process stuff on my Instagram which is under MB Stoneman uh, I, I like I like teaching workshops there hasn't been a lot of that happening over the last few years but I'll be getting back into that again soon um, over the last uh, couple of years I went completely crazy after doing a workshop um, to on letterpress to be able to create a particular work which I was doing for a show that's kind of you know it's a bit of a slippery slope that one because you <laughs> I ended up buying a, a beautiful old machine from Marty Vader in Whanganui who who taught me on that machine and uh you know sort of said to him oh if, if, if it ever comes up you know I'd be keen <laughs> um it weighs one ton I had to completely reinforce the floor <laughs> of the studio to bring it in there and then of course, there's a huge amount of other work things that you need to do that so it's using um, movable type um very old techniques and um wooden type and lead type you need um slug cutters you need um 
oh, there's all a whole new language which is around it. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, because uh, I've been getting, uh, you know, because I'm a writer, it just sort of um, made sort of sense to me to to move into more text-based printmaking as well. So um, I'm now looking at establishing Stoneman Press, which is kind of um, sort of a a dream for me, which will just be making very small edition. Um, I've just been making zines really lately and then hand printing the covers, but uh, there's lots of scope for me to be able to do things, to collaborate with other artists and to sort of set up that studio in the future. So that's been really exciting. I've still got a lot to learn, but- um, Fantastic. Yeah, it's really fun, yeah. really challenging, and um, there's kind of maths involved. I hate maths, but it's kind of like <laughs> I finally found the maths that I love, you know. So yeah. Yeah, we good. will get to see your work here at the Proof um, exhibition, which is uh, opening uh, uh, end of February. But there's a book launch on the 9th of February, and will you be here in New Plymouth at Might Could Gallery? Yeah, yeah, I will be. Yeah. I'm showing a couple of works in that, a couple of monoprint works. So um, they're kind of like a one-off process. And I'll talk a little bit more about that process um, uh, at the at the event on, on February the 9th. And so come along, it's really cool to be hosted, um, the Taranaki Print Group to be hosted at Mike Kidd um, Gallery Space, Exhibition Space, and um, to have an opportunity to launch the book and basically just, um, yeah. yeah, get some into print because um yeah. yeah it's fun cool thank you so much Michaela and looking forward to catching up on the 9th of February then in awesome. real life thank you thank you, you. bye thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on 104.4 FM my name is Michaela Nyman and you can contact me with feedback and ideas for shows at Access Radio Taranaki or email me on community at accessradiotaranaki.com. You can check out the artists, guests and their fabulous work on our Sugarloafing Facebook page and Instagram. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go to accessradiotaranaki.com and search us up under current shows. The Sugarloafing Artscast was made possible with the support of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and the Len Lai Center. Until next week. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.